Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Paul from the Run That Shit Back Hall of Fame podcast. Covered a lot of the classic albums over time. Um, I know I said in the last podcast I wasn't going to do too many more of these intros. So, this, I, you know, I can't promise this is going to be the last one, but I'll say this is the last one. But uh, I just want to say thank you guys. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Thank you to everybody that subscribed. Thanks to everybody that showed up. Shouts to Tone. Shouts to Brandon. Shouts to B. Shouts to Nate. Shouts to Karen. We had a lot of fun. You know what I'm saying? We was talking about one of my favorite albums, um, The Blueprint by Jay-Z. One thing I'm mad that I forgot to mention as far as the tidbits that uh, when Jay-Z did the Summer Jam thing and he put up the pictures of Prodigy, um, I found out that he got those pictures from Ashanti, <laughs> which is... I'm just mad I didn't throw that in, so I'll just throw that in now. But, yeah, um, yeah. this week we're going to be doing um, – uh, I had to fast-track this one because I had plans to do another album. But given the week, given the climate right now, we're going to talk about Drake so far gone. You know say I didn't want to let time pass, and we missed the moment. So, you know, it's good to catch it while we're in the moment. So I hope you guys sit back, enjoy. We're going to have some fun. And, um, yeah, run that shit back, Hall of Fame, the second inductee, Drake. Champagne Poppy. Let's do it. Hey, buddy. What's going on? This is Paul coming to you live from the Run That Shit Back Hall of Fame. I'm here with some near and dear people. I got my man Tone A. I got Brandon on the boards. Hey. We got a guest here. We got uh, we got Drea, you know what I'm saying? Chef Drea, NYC Zone. <laughs> here to talk about maybe, arguably, probably the most influential mixtape in recent memory. Champagne Poppies. So far gone from the year 2009. You know what I'm saying? Um, I need you guys to sit back. We're about to take a trip to Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Okay, I got a question. Go ahead. Before we start this journey. Go ahead. Can someone explain to me the difference between a mixtape and an album? Why is this a mixtape and not an album? Because it was free. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and there were samples at the time that could not be cleared. Which is why it was never on all these streaming platforms. Yes. This whole okay. Time. All right. I just needed that bit of okay. Yeah. This that was, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. This was the album we had to we had to fast track because I had plans to do other albums. I had this album on the on the short list. You know, what I'm saying like, but um, you know, um, so far gone just had its tip year anniversary. Damn, we are fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, still I was gonna wait, but then like I was just listening to the car. I said, "Fuck, <laughs> we gotta make this happen." So here we are. So um. Before we get it, before we get into that, I feel we have to start at the beginning on on how we got to this point with so far gone, um, and I have a date. The date is September eleventh, two thousand seven, which I think was a very yeah. Why are you shaking your head? That's a weird day for you. Yeah, because the last album we did was September eleventh, two thousand one. No, no, no. Let me. Oh, that's that where is, the story started. All right, but that, all right, but listen. Let me let me, let me continue. Okay, I so, like this. September eleventh. 2007, Kanye West and 50 Cent dropped their albums, Graduation and Curtis, respectively. Up until that point, they were going at it about who's going to sell the most records. And, you know, the winner would get the bragging rights or whatever, which was a monumental, I feel this isn't talked about, but it's a monumental moment in hip-hop. Both of them get the, get the number one and two spots. Kanye beats 50. 100 points to whoever can tell me who came in third place that week. Crickets. Drake? No. <laughs> no. <I don't> know. <laughs> Drake? <laughs> Are we Graham? <laughs> no, Kenny Chesney. 
He came in there. He sold a lot of records, too. He still sells a lot of records. <laughs> I know who Kenny Shout out to is. Kenny. But no, this was a very... This was a very significant moment for the culture at large. Because up until that point, you could say that hip-hop was dominated by, you know, primarily, you know, gangster shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of ratchet. You had Lil Jon out there killing shit. You know what I'm saying? T.I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these guys was coming up. And then you had Kanye, you know what I'm saying, who came with, you know, something different. But he was he was hitting his numbers, too. And then Kanye beats 50 Cent, which you can probably say put, like, an end to the gangster rap genre, Right. Is that, say, that fair to say? No. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I, I, I'll go with you on that. Okay. Okay. So moving forward, we have 2008. At that time, we have Lil Wayne, who's the fucking man. You know what I'm saying? He's killing shit. You have T.I. also, who's also killing shit. You know, you didn't get bigger than those two guys. And then you still had Kanye. You know what I'm saying? I think that year he dropped, you know, 808s and Heartbreak, which is another album we're going to cover on this show in due time. But um, at that time... Those two go to jail, right? You have the two biggest rappers in the game. They go to jail. This is around the time Kanye also does the shit with Taylor Swift. You know, say so he's out the paint. So, which I think when when those things happen, it opened the door and let the door open for probably the most innovative time for the culture. Because if you think about it, at that time, I always say how I always hated the, the year 2009, especially for hip hop. But when looking back at it, you know what I'm saying? It was very innovative. But it was terrible for commercial rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if I just I went back and looked at who was nominated for best rap album for that year. You know what I'm saying? I think Common's Universal Mind Control was nominated. Fucking um, Q-Tip was nominated, which was a great album. Flo Rida's Roots was nominated. And then <laughs> um, and Eminem's Worst Album Relapse was nominated. And that won. You know what I'm saying? So that pretty much tells you where the state of commercial rap was. You know what I'm saying? And then left the door open for pretty much, which, which is now known as the blog era. You know what I'm saying? You had a lot of blog sites making their rounds. You had Nar Right. You had Two Dope Boys, All Hip Hop. You had, you know, Rap Radar. They're starting to come, come to their own. And this is how a lot of artists got on through these blogs. And this is a time where, you know, say a, a lot of guys came to the forefront. Guys like Wiz, J. Cole, Big Sean, Dom Kennedy, Wale, Kid Cudi, Kendrick, Our Future. All these guys made their rounds through the, through the blogs and... Then we have Drake. You know what I'm saying? Before I move forward, I'm going to ask this. Was Drake a plant? No. I only asked because at that time, like, I was late to Drake. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't. Exactly. Yeah, like, I, that first album I started right. listening to Drake. Like, I, I think, I, I remember the first time, like, I heard songs off this album. I was actually riding with you, and you was playing the shit in your car. You know what I'm saying? I only knew of Drake. I didn't know his music, but I knew of Drake because I follow, I go on this site called NiceKicks.com, and they have this thing called Celebrity Sneaker Stalker where they take paparazzi pics of, you know, athletes and rappers and stuff, and they showcase what, what sneakers they're wearing. And Drake just kept popping up. You know what I'm saying? There's an infamous photo that popped up of him wearing the fake Jordans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how I knew who Drake was. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And then all of a sudden, like, this is a time when I was listening to the radio and I just could not, they just played the best I ever had nonstop. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know about the mixtape though. I was listening to Drake since Replacement Girl, which is in 2007. Right. And it's a horrible song. Don't look it up. But <laughs> I think that the way he came about is he tapped into a market that no one had done before, which what you're saying with the blogs and whatnot. You know, he was on that show Degrassi, which I was a fan of. No shade there. And he, they like 
showed that replacement girl video like during a commercial break one day in one of the season finales of Degrassi or whatever and it was like a flop it was so corny Wayne was in it for support but it just it wasn't like a successful thing but then after that he constantly started dropping like little gems via like you know downloading media takeout you would get these little gems of his music or whatever so mm-hmm. by the time So Far Gone came we were like thirsty waiting for it because we knew he had already put out all these little gems and we were you know it was something that we were interested in Okay. And he was on other people's mixtapes before that with a lot, some of these same songs that are on So Far Gone. Okay. Trey Songs, because Trey Songs was at the time putting out mixtapes, and that was the thing that you do. You know, you go download your music. Mm-hmm. We didn't have Apple Music and whatever the case. There was no Spotify. Right. See, I'm a, I'm a bit selfish. I, when Drake first came out, I fucked with Drake. Mm-hmm. Before every, I remember when motherfuckers weren't fucking with Drake, when they thought he was soft, they thought he wasn't. Um, I thought niggas was still fucking. I thought niggas was still fucking with him. Well, I just know the people I was hanging out with, they weren't really fucking with Drake. Right. right. But um, he clearly and, says it on his album. Yeah. He said, and you know I remember. You to, what he, he, it was the he, one he, line about, like, you would have to um, buy this. You buy, you know, niggas would buy this and say it, claim the it for his sister. Yeah. yeah, he did say that. I yeah. remember he had that um, special on MTV where they kind of, like, I don't know, was it True Life or something like that, I think it was, but they really, like, kind of showed his process. I remember that was the first time when he was, like, he wrote all this shit on his yeah. Blackberry. It wasn't True, yeah. Yeah, and I remember, like, watching, I was like, yo, I really, like, I can get behind that's, this motherfucker. That's like, it was, got it, on, though. I know what you're yeah, talking but about. Yeah, but I'm that's just saying, like, 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 watching that, it, to me, it felt organic. It felt like, and I re- like I said, I remember at the time, like, he wasn't, like, no one, like, I don't think anyone saw this trajectory for Drake and what he was going to no, become. No, I don't like, think they did. Because, yeah, Especially for right. everything that you just said. There was, a, you know, there, a lot of the, the mainstream guys weren't around. And then here comes this, this Degrassi guy who just fucking showed up out of, I, to most people out of nowhere. But like you said, he's been around like, for a while. It was most people out of nowhere. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's and then why he, asked, and then that's he why came around. He's a plant. Like, you don't say, like I said. I don't think so. I don't, like I I don't want to say, like. I can't stress this enough. Me calling you a plant is not, not a me, bad thing. It's I not agree. me calling you a bad artist. You know what I'm saying? Because we had this argument in the group chat because me and Tony had different different views of like what actually makes a plant. You know what I'm saying? Like Drake, in a traditional sense to me, he wouldn't be a plant. But in Tony's, the way Tony looks at it, like he, you said it perfectly with Yachty. And I love Yachty, but Yachty literally came out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? In contrast to, Car- like I you said, with any Cardi. any artist that is built today in development... And like they're fed to be a star, are plants. It was different back then. Yeah, when he like came up, they the, would the go the into like the if you have like groups like NSYNC, they had shows based around just like we're just going to build you and then yeah. drop an album. They, they yeah. did a bunch of they, they did a bunch of yeah. shit. Yeah. Justin Timberlake, in theory, is, is a, a plant. plant. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. It just worked I, like, out. He was like you know too big to fall. He was a plant from. I think he. I think he was a plant. I think anyone that came out of that Disney camp, is a is a Miley Cyrus is Selena Gomez. That with Drake, that wasn't the case. Adriana Gonda. He was already had this successful acting career. He had this the biggest show out in Canada. It crossed over to the United States. Everyone, you know, it's a teeny bopper thing. But he was a big guy. No, I get it. And he wanted to do this. And that's why I said when they came out with Replacement Girl, it was with Trey Songs. And they thought like attaching Trey to it was going to be like this big thing. And it was like that is very plantish. It was like why (laughs) is Jimmy rapping? And then he disappeared. And then he was like, no, I need to put in the work. And I need to be somebody. I think it's yeah. They probably did it. They tried that, and that that method was like you got to think about this was his third mixtape yeah. he put out two mixtapes mix with yes. the support of a TV show mm-hmm. and couldn't get on he had to go back to the lab but that's how somebody picked him up it was so you could obviously see the talent because that's how he got noticed by Wayne and people from like Houston he went and put in the work to, to become a better but that is being plantish, he is a plant of the industry. Right. I, just, I also see where like, he's not. I don't. Know, I call him organic. I think like, he really wanted this more than anybody. But he's not like, hey, you know, I was in my back. He had those already. Those connections. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got to think about it. his album release for fucking um so far gone had 
uh, LeBron James at the party. Yeah, Chris Paul Chris was Paul on the skit. On the, on the, That's on what I'm saying. Like, who the fuck is this nigga? Like, why does Chris Paul know about this nigga? And well, I don't I mean, know about this nigga. Think, to her point, he was a Degrassi star. So, but he was already getting those songs around. I mean, like, to yeah. these people. So he's a plant of the industry. They knew that he was going to be somebody, which means people invest in you to do these great things. Right, yeah. So that is a plant. Yeah, I, like, I'm not, I yeah. see what you're saying with that, I, but I also see that he wasn't like the... I'm not saying I'm, he don't... He I never think like a the, plant is a wrong thing. I'm not saying no, he I'm doesn't saying, deserve... Brown is a plant. Yeah. But I'm saying that, like, even when people... When, what he was saying, I don't think people were messing with him because he's not the prototype to be a rapper. Like, he's not, like... I hate to say this, but, like, he, he didn't get shot. He wasn't... He didn't come, like, from that's a struggle That's new. Life. That was a part of that yeah. era. You know what I mean? He, and he was the first that's, to do that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, you had Wale. They, they all came from that same era. That's, that's what I'm saying. When era. those guys... When T.I. and Lil Wayne went to jail, and then 50 got out of here, and, like, Kanye was busy fucking up, they're saying it, it opened a floodgate for these underground rappers who don't care about yeah, all that Wale, gangster shit. You know what I'm saying? Nice setup. Nice setup. You know what I'm saying? Nice setup. It was Kid Cudi, Wale. All those are blog rappers. Yeah. The blogs and the internet created that that lane for these rappers. That's what created the lanes. Like, listen, I didn't need to have a street record to get on. Because mm-hmm. that's how rappers got on before. They needed a street record mm-hmm. to or get on. that co- Or street cred. And, and then have to back you. That was the difference between Takashi. Takashi went the old school route and got with street niggas, yeah. did a street <laughs> record, and got on. <laughs> but he was the plant, which yeah. was the crazy shit. You ain't have to do this, plan. man. You ain't like, have to do look, this. Look at LL Cool J. Look at some of your biggest rappers. They had street records mm-hmm. with street niggas, real niggas behind them. Mm-hmm. And that's how they got on. That's where they got the money from. It costs money to promote a record. That's what people don't realize. That all that payola shit, that's real. That's not like all these all these DJs and radio jockeys and PDs always lie and say, hey, we never took the bag. But how else would you play these records? Fast. So Influence. Yeah, it's influence. So that's why you had street record, um, street niggas that came up and pressed the DJs, was like, listen, you want to play my man's record? And that's how shit got on. This is true. So the blogs opened it up for like new niggas to get in Without any of this shit, which drove the world crazy. The Did blogs, they synthesize MySpace, the process? And it, and it was accessible because you go to yeah. accessible regular game, people. Do what you if want. you had a MySpace, you heard of these. So, things. D- so did it synthesize the process in a sense? Where and that's, like, I mean, we talked about it before. We talked about like Soldier Boy. Like that's what he created a lot of this shit too. Yeah. Like blowing up and selling, getting the number one record off of just MySpace is like mm-hmm. there was no street nigga pushing this shit on the radio. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. So even like Drake with that had nobody. From the streets, go up and push people, which is not true. Now we know it behind, like, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. He had the whole, like, that whole so far gone had the rap promotion lot, yeah. of rap a lot. They had, pro- they that's why, like, four songs on his album is based on um Houston. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had a lot of influence with them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a plant because he already had, he came he had in connections. With, he had connections. He had a trajectory already written for him. You know what I'm saying? This was we not, just didn't see it. Not at the time. No, yeah. I didn't. I, listen, I this I, mixtape came out. I'll be the first one to tell you. I wasn't really on it. I yeah, neither really, was I. I, I, neither, I, I heard yeah, about I it, either. and I was just like, ah. Like I said, it's like it wasn't until one day I was like, I'm just listening to Hot 87, and the best I ever come on, the best I ever had came on for like the tenth time that day. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm like, holy. But that's shit, all like, I heard who from is this. this fucking nigga? I think I heard a couple freestyles. Like, I've heard of the nigga, and then, like, I remember, because it's like... Because it went from that, and then all of a sudden, he's on a song with Wayne, Kanye, and Eminem for the LeBron James soundtrack. I'm like, wow, this nigga is really moving. I was rapping at that time, so it was frustrating me how fast this nigga was moving. You know what I'm saying? That's how I looked at it. And one, one more thing... But day, now, if you think about it, he had a setup for three yeah. or four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say real quick... Wayne shout- was in a video in 2007. I just want to say real quick, shout the Hove. You know what I'm saying? Like, this doesn't have much to do with anything, but, like, the one redeeming part about the Blueprint 3, because that also came out in 2009 around that time, 
because you know Hove liked to try and attach himself with what's going on. Like that album, that album featured probably the probably three guys that shaped you know the culture today. It had Cole, Cuddy, and Drake. Mm. I just want to say that. But yeah, um, you was in school at this at this time, right? I was. I need, randomly. You brought it up already. September eleventh, two thousand seven is when I started college. Okay, so, so what was two that? Things with that what was? No, that I don't like. I hope it's not a thing. <laughs> what was the atmosphere then? Meaning, like, like when, when this Drake, album came out. Yeah, when this album came out. Like, what was the feelings there? I mean, like you said, you got it from me. Mm-hmm. I mean. I just feel like I feel like this. I feel like I was listening to it, and everyone's like, "What is this?" And I was like, "This is this guy. He's dope. The guy from Degrassi, you know, whatever the case." And people just started. It started like catching on, word because there wasn't like videos to it or anything. It was just, and it's just what I listened to like twenty four hours a day. I feel like this. I feel like like this album was an introduction, and it was refreshing because people would be like, "What is this?" Because mm-hmm. I'm like, "This is Drake. Like this is Drake being Drake." Drake. <laughs> Drake. Drake. Now I personally feel you know like what I mean? this album it wasn't like anything that was sounding. You know, we had Kanye who already was doing a different sound that was different from what we were used to listening to. But Drake just had something like a velvety vibrato to him. It was just like like you wanted to yeah he was hear you, it. like you were able to connect like with words, like you were able to con- yeah <laughs> you were able to I, I get what you're saying because you were able to connect with Drake on like a personal level. It's just the little things he says like and it was yo relatable like you know what I'm saying the same like he was just saying th- at the time. he was just saying things I didn't know rappers could get away with saying like you know what I'm saying yes. like mm-hmm. like oh like that's oh, what made him cool like, to me you know what I'm saying like. We, I thought you know when Drake would say shit like, "Oh, we we were sharing a hotel room." Uh, word, you did that too. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's like that's how it made me feel when I was listening. Like when I was listening to this shit, you Drake know made saying? a nigga believe and in himself. I feel like as someone who like, do I like rap music? I do, but a lot of things sometimes like it's not relatable to me. I was trying like, to ask. I was at, trying like, to ask in you that. that moment, like the like a week after the first time I heard "So Far Gone." I knew all the words. I was like, trying, it's relatable to me. It, I was it trying to ask you that. I feel that like I could relate to. I feel like this album helped introduce. Like, of course, female, like, females, they, is it cool to say females? Yeah. Okay, of course, I'll just say women. Of course, it's cool for women to like rap, but I didn't think women were fans of rap until this dropped. Like, I, I mean, per- I personally feel I that mean, with you. Th- I know you're not the biggest hip hop, you listen to rap, but I know you personally are not the biggest hip hop fan. Exactly, yes, that, that is true. It, it, it created a lane, like I said, I knew every word. It was something that, like, it was rap music for, I guess, my generation, my people. Okay, yeah. This also, yeah, this is there's a lot of nuance. I with mean, this Kid album. Cudi, there's other people who go yeah. along in this realm, but he just I was gonna say, it was something that was clear in many of the like even Drake's own, you know, um, admittance to it mm-hmm. that this was a clear like 808 and Heartbreaks yeah. is the yeah. underlying Correct. tone of this whole mixtape. Right, it is. Like it's not Most even definitely. like he doesn't hide it. And that clearly was, and then if you listen to 808 and Heartbreaks, which is basically Kid Cudi's, you know, album almost, mm-hmm. um, that's almost a bite, you know, off of, you know, Andre 3000's, you know, Love Below. So it's like, it's not that the shit was never done. And there is like Drake's rapping at that time was almost resemblance to what Andre 3000, his style of rapping, like how he told stories in a very truthful manner, you know what I'm saying? And like how he left the words at the end of his, you know, bar will almost start the next bar, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it was almost a story connecting. Um, so that is in there, like if you want to get down to like the nitty gritty of you, it. Like you, I don't think it was like innovative in that point. It's I, innovative in a point where it, he kind of did something that was almost wasn't done at the time. Was like 
he kind of brought a lot of different types of people together. I think people wasn't really like didn't fuck with Andre three thousand because of his style and just the way he carried himself. I think he was just ahead of his time. I think Andre. I think Ada Waste was ahead, I mean, was ahead he, of his time. I think they sold a diamond. They they sold diamonds, so he wasn't ahead of nothing. No, no, he, no like, I mean, it's, of course it's sold. Like he had the, he had to hit Rex. I'm just saying though, like it's. You know, saying what I mean by ahead of his time, like dudes were still trying to figure it out. By the time so far gone came around, like we yeah, we knew what he was getting because we had eight away some heartbreak. You know, so I think you know what made I think those things needed to happen so you can have this. That's all. Right. I'm oh, most definitely. I don't most think definitely. anything was done wrong. But also, like even with Kanye with eight away and heartbreaks, he has an established fan base. Yeah, he can take a risk, and the fans are going to be because that was considered this. a risk for him. It was, yeah. and yeah. but the fans are going to say, "I'm going to take a risk with you." You know what I mean? So you Drake already didn't have, have that. Yeah, that's he ran so he didn't have so that. Aubrey can fly. He that's out. what pretty much happened. Yeah, yeah. he came Andre, out. These, Andre crawled. He came so out. Andre rolled. So Kanye can run. So Drake. He's still a trailblazer. So Drake moving next down the street. <laughs> Around the corner. <laughs> Cut Make the light. Right. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> eating off the back of another Checked man. Over stripes. No, no. I think Drake definitely brought like a nuance to like, you know, the way songs are made today. You know what I'm saying? Because when you listen to the typical Drake song, it's, literally, it's pretty much like Drake featuring himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Back when rappers had to go get a singer. You know, saying just to make yeah, a record, he, he did his own hooks. Now, you know, saying he's able <laughs> to most of them. Yeah, you know, he can, you know, he can make his own song and feature himself. You know, what I'm saying like, you know, I think that's something that you know it, it, that aged pretty well because that's what pretty much rappers today are trying to do. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, so um, you ready to get in some topics? Thought we were already there, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first topic is, I want to say what's the best song, but we can like going off last time. <laughs> what would you say is your favorite song? We'll start off with you, Drea. Why does it have to be me? You're the guest. I'm going to say sooner than later. Sooner than later? Yeah. Okay. You want to talk more? (laughs) (laughs) Because also, like you said, it it was Drake featuring Drake. He's singing the hook. It's very, like I just said. Was it personal? Yeah, I would say it was was personal, I could say. Is there any song song on this album that speaks directly to you? Probably sooner than later. Yeah, okay. All right. That's why it's my favorite song. Tone, you have a favorite song? Uh, Probably um, November 18th. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's probably that's just one. like my favorite song. Like, I thought he did a good job of mixing. That's where he probably do- he's at his best. He mixes the real life, you know, emotional story, you know, whatever. Um, Does a little rapping on there, does a little singing. And then you have the Down South DJ Screw beat on yeah. there. And, you know, like that's. Probably. That was a straight up that love the, letter to Houston. Like, yeah, that's, that's, how, mm-hmm. that's how that had the best vibe on there. Like, definitely was a bop. Mm-hmm. Brandon, I know you say you don't fuck with this much, but um, well, re- I've been listening to it over the weekend, and uh, the song I I don't know why it just sticks out to me. Uh, Let's call it off. I love you that song. You know what's funny? That's my thing. Yo, that's like song. like when I've heard it, I was just like it just kind of caught me that off was the guard. Thing I loved about the album the most, because, but I still play it. Yeah, it's my least favorite song, but it's I a good song. It. That's you the know thing. What I mean? Yeah, that's the thing I loved about because he sampled that from Noel Gallagher. Like, that's what I loved about the album the most. Because back when rappers did mixtape, they would just you know use other rappers' beats, mm-hmm. you know, saying to do their freestyles or whatever. He was using like, like the music from alternative artists that I was listening to. Like that, but I tried to put people on, but they was like, no, that shit's weird. That like, when song I heard him seemed on, radio ready. <laughs> like yeah, right. Like when I heard him on when I heard him on the Santi Gold, um, Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, this nigga fucks with Santi Gold. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm saying I commend Drake. His ear for music and like actually good music is amazing. Cause like Drake would sample somebody or Drake would like like 
him when he did um the little bit song, mm-hmm. you know, with Leaky Lee, I started listening to Leaky Lee after that. You know What's what I'm saying? Because I'd heard the Leaky Lee song sample mm-hmm. and then, then I heard the Drake song and it was like oh this is even better like, yeah you know what I'm saying we like, just so got better that's one thing I love most about the album just the fact that he you know he you know he really took like to me that's you know it was a low risk high reward type of thing but it was still like a risk like you know what I'm saying nobody knows who these guys are but he's rapping on their beats and he's making amazing songs out of them you know what I'm saying but um I think alright I'm gonna say what I think is the best song but I think the best song is probably Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. You know Houston, what I'm saying? I, I was going to say Houston, Atlanta, Vegas is also because like that's that is, not relatable, catchy. but still a bop. It's catchy yeah. as hell. You know what I'm saying? I, like, it, I'm not dancing on any poles, or, <laughs> like, but no. I, I want to take her down to Houston, Atlanta, Vegas my like, first, myself. Right. Like. That that like that like song says everything you need to know about the album what's in store, you know what I'm saying? But my favorite song is, and I don't, the, the reason why I didn't say it's the best song because it was a freestyle, but my favorite song is the Ignorant Shit Freestyle. I think mm. him and, I think him and Wayne has the best chemistry in rap. Here, yeah. I'm still waiting for this album that these niggas say that they say we're getting. You niggas going on tour. We need the fucking album. It's just fucking amazing. I think that's that's like that right there at that point. Like I said with Wayne, he was going to jail, but at that point, you know, so I was going through a little Wayne fatigue. Like, oh my god, like you know what I'm saying? How much rapping can this nigga really yeah. do? You know what I'm saying? I just remember that I, I saw still, him up in fucking Saratoga. Yeah, is that the nigga? Like, I the fucking, nigga um, the amphitheater. Like, I just remember that, like, last, like, last, after we met last week, I was like, yo, I've seen this nigga a little way before. <laughs> with, like, that joke. I was like, holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah, like, when you catch people before they bubble, you see them in, like, a one-way yeah. show, $40 for the ticket, and you're in the first row. Yeah, because I, I, I was getting tired of Wayne. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was getting tired of, like, the whole, like, punchline every other bar. You know what I'm saying? But then he, his ignorant shit verse was amazing. You know, like, that's when I became, like, okay. He's I'll the best rapper him. for a reason. Like, I get, like he body Drake on that. You know what I'm saying? Like so, like that's that's yeah, my. He was on shit. what four songs, five songs, like, four, and they're like back, yeah. like two of them are like back to back. And yeah, he bodied them on all four songs, which you would expect at that time. Yeah, yeah Wayne was, was on a run the, back then, but this, no, this was on the decline of his run because we knew he was going to jail, so he was doing shit, and it was just like repetitive at the yeah. time. It was a lot of shit. Bars. When, when did he go to jail? The vibe on Wayne was just like we're done with you, bro, for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, we were on the we were on the decline of Wayne at that time because he was saturated. Yeah, he was everywhere. So this was like, all right, you got you still got a little left in the tank. You Let's know what I'm saying? Get in, get out. Yeah, because he was putting out everything he almost had. So we kind of needed. They that. had him working. Yeah, I mean, you kind of needed those bars, and he kind of killed. Uh, you know, he killed Drake on those four records. I think that he was on total, but um. But, all right. Know. So we'll move on to the next category. What age is the best? I have a few, have a few, uh, a few um, contestants here. Um, the Houston influence, Houston influence. I think that aged pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think. I, well, I would say obviously just Drake style. Yeah, yeah. The style of music like mm-hmm. that. Uh, to be honest, like that the mixtape. Like I don't, I don't. I'll go into that later, but that style of like. All right, I'm a saying, but maybe rap, but it's slow and it's like this mid, you know, BPM or whatever. That's on the list, like sing rapper combo artists. Yeah, like that's like, what that's every artist do now. Yeah, that you know style is probably aged the best because it just kind of lasted, and everybody tries to do this, you know. That changed. That changed everything. Because Melo- yeah, now- melodic type. Like I'm just saying, and I'm just like even saying my raps. You know, what I'm saying Wayne obviously picked it up when he came out of jail. He started doing it again. Like that probably lasts longer. Yeah, because of that, the Grammys had to change how they give out these awards now. Because now to win best rap album, like I was telling in the last episode, it has to contain at least 51 percent rap. The reason why Drake shit wasn't nominated this year for best I don't think rap is that too. I think a lot. Well, yeah, a little bit of Drake too, but I think it also because a lot of R&B artists, seen rappers rap came in their lane. 
they started doing the shit rappers did. <laughs> yeah. So it was like yeah. almost a mixture of both. Like, all right, rappers are singing a little bit more, but R&B singers started rapping a little bit more. And it was like, that was the same time, like R&B, well, probably like a year later. Shout out know, to Tory Lanez. Yeah, you had, I mean, like, Usher probably did it first before a lot of these rappers, and then you have Chris Brown start getting on it, and then it was just like, all right, we got to separate these fields, man, because these niggas is just... Bo- now we're going to have to call it the urban category. The again. urban category. The urban, urban they all music. look alike. Another another thing that aged pretty well, I said this before, Drake and Wayne's chemistry. I think they make the best songs together. Hell yeah, fucking right. It's still like my favorite song off of Take Care. You know what I'm saying? I, I still want to hear more of those guys together. Another thing that aged pretty well, Bria Miles. <laughs> I don't know if the, his girlfriend slash model. You seen her? She's chocolate. You don't say. I don't mean to sound like that, but she yeah. you seen her? Interlude. Okay. Yeah, she's she interlude. interlude. Yeah, she, she aged with Amarion singing. She Wait. still looks like she's she just turned twenty two. Can, can she's you, probably like thirty eight. Can you go back to the Wayne and Drake okay. relationship? The the dynamic is still there, but where they both sit has changed. Obviously, like yeah. where they sit in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think when you look at Wayne, you look at Drake, it's almost kind of like a, what's that Eddie Murphy movie when they like trading places? Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't You don't think so? No, because I think no, I Wayne, is, Wayne is proud of Drake. Like, yeah. No, no, I agree. But I'm just saying with everything Wayne, that, 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 that everything that Wayne's been through since I guess he got out of jail in, in the early 2010s or whatnot till now and then see where Drake is, I just feel like there's a huge like gap in where they both are right now. True. Like I like I feel like all I mean, Wayne had another run when he yeah. got out yeah. of jail. He, he so did, but it, it didn't real. I mean, well, I mean, the most. Oh, he's been out of jail. Sorry, yeah. his last album, right? That just came out. Like we were, everyone was behind it. But ever since then, I think you said this before. Too, like, what has Wayne done since then? Well, he his last album just like went number one. It's only like five hundred thousand copies. Like he's still doing. Well, that's because of pent up demand. I don't yeah. think it's because of like it's still the Carter, the Carter it, Five was pretty good. Is he still as relevant? Oh, that's another okay. thing too. Like the shit he was he was going through shit with Baby. No, I understand. That's what I'm saying. Taking all that into consideration, like to see where he is and to see where Drake is, I just feel like it's not. I don't know. I just feel like Wayne lost a lot. In the last like ten years, well, only because he was trying to get his shit back. <laughs> Pretty True, much. I say just that. I mean, it, that happens. Artist fatigue. I mean, Wayne's been around but for been so, around so long. long. Yeah, you talking about? Yeah, right. yeah, he was a kid. Yeah, too. cash money we taking over for the nine, nine the two thousand. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah, been he's, around. Yeah, he started when he was like twelve. Then, they had yeah. big ball it's funny that you say that. That's a good point. It's funny that you did say that about like you know the like where Drake is at his career because I do have another thing for what ages pretty well. The line in the calm where he says, I'm sitting in a chair, but in the future it's a throne. Yes, yeah. I heard that and I was thinking about that I too. I was going to say, <laughs> he's always had that confidence though. I know, but that just 10 years later, that's a really like say, strong fucking, I mean, that's a lot of great confidence in yourself. You gotta do that. Shit, man. You gotta do that. Going back with fresh ears and re-listening to it since it re-released, there's a lot of lines that he's like, my man is like predicting the future. Like He also lied well. about some shit, though. He, he said, said he, a lot of things that's like, well, that, all that pretty much happened. He also said he would know. Back he to would, my theory, he's a plant. Well, <laughs> I was saying, well, yeah. he, he also said he would never go after somebody in this song. Well, he's a, well, a full-blown plant. He, he also said he would never go after somebody in this song. He says that on the album. Did he say that? He says a lot of shit yeah. that just doesn't yeah. make sense. We're going at later. A lot of shit. A lot of shit that we just like. What are you even talking about? There's a lot of shit on that album we just don't know what the fuck it means. I don't even think he knows what it means. Okay. Um. Another thing that ages pretty well. Drake's ear for talent. I think that's. I don't know if it's ear for talent, but ear for music. 
and just seeing where music goes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. See yeah. where the trends are going. Yeah. I mean, well, you could call it the same thing. You put it in the same thing. Talent, music. I mean, like obviously he's he's that that's what that's usually the earmark for any good artist. That's how you make good music because you don't really songwrite everything you do. Mm-hmm. It's usually you work with songwriters. Yeah, you work with people. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you name any of the top artists. They surround themselves with the best talent and the best upcoming talent. When you go back to Motown, you look at everybody in Motown was like working with each other because those niggas had talent. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, I didn't know Marvin Gaye actually wrote this song for Diana Ross. I didn't know that, you know, Smokey Robinson was writing all the hits. So mm-hmm. you talk about like, that's just the, that's how you knew he was going to be a legendary artist, if anything, is because of his ear of understanding what is an actual hit. I mean, look at Jay-Z. That's another that's another thing on the list too, as far as what age is the best. His songwriting ability. He has an ear for music, yeah. yeah. Right. I have one I don't one. honestly I don't think the ghostwriting thing stands anymore. No, nobody cares. Uh, like, well, yeah, I don't, I don't music, think that argument I is. always had I had this argument for years ago. You know, like How rap do you is the write only all those things yourself. Rap is the <laughs> only genre of music where people give yeah, a shit. And yeah. it's just like in every other aspect no, of music. They care in other aspects of music. Oh, because people, oh, people used to say that, you know, like Whitney Houston, like she was a lot, but she didn't. She never wrote anything. Who does? Bobby was writing. Name an artist that writes their music. They said had, she had issues. She couldn't read music. How you have, she, how oh, she that's different. To be, to a think, lot of a lot of artists can't read music. To think of that, I'm you just had, saying, they, I didn't say I said it. They said it. You got to think about where what rap was, you know, in a traditional sense, like in the early years. Let's 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 work from like nineteen eighty eight to like nineteen ninety nine two thousand. At that time, rappers didn't have hooks like that. You know what I'm saying? They did a lot of sampling. Mm-hmm. So in order to really make your name, you really had to be good at rapping. So it, of course, it was heavy emphasis on you just writing your own raps. I understand you know where it came also, from. I felt like, you know, it's never like there wasn't writing credits on the song. People were getting their flowers. Not like yeah. when you looked at the writing credit, it said Aubrey, Aubrey Graham only. Like, right. No, you're right. Like like actual hooks for rappers, I feel like didn't really become that much of a thing until 50 started, became good at it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on a mixtape. But um, I have another thing for what age... I don't know if I want to put this on what age the best or what age the worst, but I'll let you guys decide. Kanye's influence. Nah, that's still that's still age as well. Yeah, I don't think okay. I don't think Kanye still has an age. That. I mean, how many sons he has in the game still today? True. I'm talking about, yeah. I'm talking about his influence on Drake. Still to this day. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah it, the fact that he's re-releasing his album is going to re restart that conversation. I mean, he had to thank him in his and, diner. And almost, almost everything I've, article I've read about this re-release, they've mentioned how this was like a, in response or this was influenced by Kanye West. I'm just saying, like, in every article you read about it, there's that correlations right there. So you I don't even had to thank him again this week. Yeah. Shout out to that. All right, so let's get into what age the worst. The EP. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. Was that the, that, that, the original release? The shit the clear. <laughs> well, the EP, yeah, they just put I it hated out. that song with Jeezy. I'm going in. I hated that song. A lot of it. Because it didn't sound fear, like a Drake song. Fear, it just sounded like it's, yeah. A lot of it. It was just a terrible idea. Wait, how did that song go? Well, I'm going in. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. going yeah, in. I'm going in. <laughs> oh, that was like, that's, that's not a Drake song. It's a little yeah, Wayne like song. Yeah, it's a little Wayne song that they need, that the label needed to, you know, they needed a single. You know what I'm saying? Another thing that aged pretty bad, I'll let you talk about this, Drea. Mm. Um, Drake's bushy eyebrows with no beard. <laughs> Yo, no, no beard. The platypus look. <laughs> that did age pretty bad. Yeah, he got rid of that. And Drake got swole over the years. You know, he got it together. Drake with no beard he looks like He looked like E.T. Zoolander. for like the longest. <laughs> and he used to always wear his collar popped up. I'm glad he stopped doing that. That's that Degrassi in him. He's wearing like bubble. Like he was putting his eyes. His collar popped up. Yeah, obviously that, that shit didn't age well. 
his right. image definitely yeah. didn't age well. All right. Well, his in essence is yeah. Okay. He, he yeah, and to, his, he had to change that. And to be honest, his rap skills. There's a lot of well, yeah, bars in this. There's a lot of bars that are just shitty. That, oh, I heard it earlier. Oh yeah, that's another thing. I have he that on like, my list. He's like, because my song is your girl's ring, ring on. That's, and then the next line, he cleans it up. He says, "Or llama, or whatever." That was, but that's, it's because yeah. "ring on" did it. But like, why did he say that? Exactly. That's one thing. Who that, calls it a ring on? Let's let's stay on that. That's one thing that did age well. The way he used to drag Can out the punchline. He yes. said, "It's a breaking up ring on." Like he'll yeah, say, "Yeah." And then the next line, he's like, "Or llama, or whatever." Yeah. Another thing that aged pretty well. I'm that gonna, well, that's aged bad. Another <laughs> thing that aged pretty bad. Excuse me, I'm talking fast. Another thing that aged pretty bad. I hate this fucking line. I cringe every time I hear it. I'm the one twice over. I'm the new eleven. What, nigga? No, that's, like, well, that's a terrible no, bar. That's a terrible that is bar. a terrible bar. <laughs> Why do you want to be eleven? We talking about it? <laughs> no, we're talking about it because it's bad. It's just I'm bad. It doesn't age well. I'm like, the one twice over. He says, "I'm the one twice over. I'm the new eleven. You don't know what it means, but and this is on my favorite song, the ignorant shit freestyle. That's the reason why Wayne bodied him because he said that bar. <laughs> what does that mean? What is I'm that reference? Look for I don't know. Bar. We don't. Know. I was gonna say Stranger Things, but that came out I'm, after. Nah, no. mm, you know, predicting the future. Okay, all right. You know what? Maybe that. Maybe that one is better than I thought. I'm trying to look for the other bar. It was another one. What is it? Um, my buzz is like the Pizza Man or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, I like that bar. That bar is... Wait, my delivery has got me buzzing. That was a great bar. I'm sorry. Got, that was a my, great bar. <laughs> my delivery got me buzzing like the pizza man. The only thing about that is that he had too many Yo, pizza like, lines. He had the... He had the <laughs> we could share it like the last slice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is too many pizza lines. He has a lot of <laughs> shitty bars on this. Um, I never gems, though. I, I never get... In, I, get I never get... A, um, I never get involved with a fan because the eager... What is it? Eager beager... So I like that too. The way it rolled up, that was yeah, tight. I'm sorry. It the doesn't way he make said sense. It was, but the way he the said e- it sounds so cool. I still don't know what he said. I have to go on Genius to look and see what he says. The Eager Beaver. The Eager Beaver. The Elon breaks the dam. It doesn't make sense. It's like, what? It doesn't make sense, but the way he said it was so cool, though. shitty bar, though. All right, let's move forward. I told you, I think at the end of the day, it's a good... Mixtape isn't. I don't think it's classic. Like I just don't li- find it listenable. Like it's a lot of records. I think the record with um Peter Bork is not. It just doesn't belong there. It does not fit the so sequence. The mid- There's nowhere else you could put it. So they put it fourth. And I was thinking about that today. So it's fourth, and it just does not fit anywhere else on the album. It That's doesn't what, fit at all. I always said it's it was a, the one I liked the least, but I never skip it. it jumps, I love that it song. Jump, it jumps out at you. Glaringly, I it, I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to show his range. Like, listen, yeah. I listen to all this stuff. I can do these other stuff, and it's just like it's jarring. It's just like the, what the fuck? It doesn't go with anything so, else. The hook part the, is so loud too. That's what I'm saying. It's just you jarring. Turn it no, it was poor. That's, that's another thing. That I, it was poorly it, mixed. Yeah, it was a gotta, poorly you mixed. You got to turn it when it gets to that part. You got to turn it, it was down. It's remastered, so at this point, like I'm not even thinking about. It. It's just jarring as far as like. What is this song supposed to do to the rest of the album? How does it support the album? It it's goes... probably to show what you're saying that he has diversity. Yeah, look but at me this... like, can you let it? Yeah, and be? it's just like, and it's just so out there, and it doesn't really add any like. Let's call the whole thing off. It, it really doesn't have no, a good give, flow into the album. It's just like, what is this? It, it is. It is a very. It just. It just pops out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like, oh shit! Like we're in this serious movie, and now we're in a comedy. But yeah, exactly. I, like I thought of but, friends. But, but for me though, I like but I said, I I, I, I yeah, I enjoyed. It was kind of like, oh shit. To do doesn't mean that it belongs on this. I don't think it belongs on that album. I just so, I, if I was the one like 
if I was A and R with him, I was just like, yo, you don't need this. You know, obviously he had eighteen records and he was just like, listen, these are all the records I worked on. I think these are really good for whatever reason. That was a radio it, song. I think that was supposed that, to be a radio. It's song. pretty clear that Drake. Wait, he can't because it, it's somebody else's song. It was, song. It was, a, it was a song. It was a freestyle, like pretty. In, it's a song in, in essence. Oh, so he didn't have the right. He didn't that's have somebody, he didn't somebody have else's song. Yeah, Peter, oh. yeah, that's why we didn't hear any of these for forever. Another thing, has, there's so many mm-hmm. samples. On Another this. thing that didn't age too well, but it, it's, it wasn't Drake. It was on Wayne. He said, "Yo, and I get that pussy wetter." Then I got a college. Like, <laughs> and what kind of colleges is getting a pussy wet? I want to know. I thought about way he said like, it. I got a college. I didn't want to pick on Wayne, but he got some. He got some sorry ass bars. Yeah, he has it. a lot of sorry bars in there too. <laughs> I don't right. want to pick on this. It's not his mixtape. So there's a lot of shit on there. Right, getting, like, getting back to what else. There's a lot of shit on there. I just skipped through. Getting back to what else. Age is bad. Um, Blackberry with the side scrolls. Yeah. <laughs> it's not his fault. It was it's time. I think. You can yeah. That was the technology. In combination with the fact he went on Funk Flex and did that freestyle when he's reading off the Blackberry. I just, it just wasn't a good. But it was related by the time. In that way. In at that the time, type of, yeah. That I had a Blackberry with the side scroll. No, it was every, relatable. Yeah, I get it. Was and, Blackberry the first iPhone? Um, Blackberry no, was I mean, like, Blackberry is the first Blackberry. Uh, I mean, like the way the way we're iPhone gang. I mean, saying like Blackberry because I remember you like when you used to hang with us. We had like the the Androids, the Evos, and shit. You used to get at us because you had the fucking. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had a Blackberry. Yeah, I, I had a Blackberry, Blackberry too. I did too. I felt like yeah, I was I know. shit. Because you know, BBL and I, and, I, and I had the Palm BBL Trio. Popping, that's that's why. BBL. Did you come with the Palm Trio? What did you do with an Evo? You yeah, the Palm Trio? I don't want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, Palm Trio had the You wasn't on BBM. What was you doing? That is true. It was like a razor. It went from AIM to BBM. BBM was a shit. I got a few more things here. Um, His chemistry with Trey songs. I feel like... I. Feel like because both of these guys were in their prime at that time, and it felt like mm-hmm. like the way I think Drake did Trey songs dirty. I know I'm not saying they don't like they don't fuck Why, with each other. We have to say they were in their prime. They weren't. No, Trey songs weren't. was in his no, prime. Trey in was in his prime, which Trey was part was, of the reason yeah. why I did not bring this up. But successful was also his a good song on the album, and at the time was super relatable. And I was in college and shit, trying to be super successful. So it was like you know I want the money, blah blah blah. I just don't like. But I'm the problem sorry, is, and I said this before, and. I don't think the problem is Trey didn't age gracefully. So it's not like Drake right now could be like, yo, Trey, come get on my hook and blah, 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 blah. Because Trey is like, he's corny to me now. And I was like the biggest Trey Damn, Songs fan. No, he's saying, corny to me now. Saying, like, Why like, we got shit on Trey? Trey, 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 Trey could have been, <laughs> been on um, um, Fake Me Later. He like, could have been, but it's like, uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying, if, like that's what I'm saying. I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like Drake kind of did him dirty because it's like once he dropped so far gone, it's like, oh, I don't need you. I can get other niggas. You know, like the fuck... You know, like you know how like most artists, they have like the that manager that's there at the beginning, but once they get big enough, they fire that manager and go get somebody high profile. I feel like Drake did that. To I don't Trey know if Songz. Drake was that. I don't know if Trey was that sacrifice. I thought it was Amarion that was the sacrifice. Yeah, Amarion was. Because I, I was surprised to hear Amarion on, on, on the tape at that time. Sets, right? Actually, yeah, he got on Ivan. He got. I'm gonna be honest with you. It wasn't until like a few years ago that I actually knew that was Amarion. Because remember, this was a mixtape that I downloaded. Yeah. And made the CD. Same by thing with me. Self. Like I did not know that was Amarion. No, say, to your point, he did do the Avenida set. That's what I'm saying. They have great chemistry. I don't think. Why, I don't why, think why, Trey songs why was got it, the short end of Why didn't more come of that? That's the point I'm trying to get to. I think it was to. on Trey. I, I think they just went two different ways. Yeah. All right. That's all. Their all chemistry right. didn't age well together. All right. Another thing that you know, I'm glad I have you here for this. I think there's a lot of mansplaining on this album. <laughs> like, like if you take, if you take if you take away the fact that Drake was is famous, and he was coming up at that time. If he was just a regular guy, would he be classified as a fuckboy off listening to this? I mean, because I feel like he, I feel like he's he's explaining himself a if lot. This makes they drop today. View. They would. Yeah. <laughs> Not back yeah, then. You know Not back then. 
Yeah, that's the point. Back then, you had a little dignity for the man with a little heart. (laughs) No, but he also also was doing something like we brought this up before that you didn't hear before. It was a guy saying that, yeah, I did this. Yeah, you know. Um, Wait, hold on a second. A fuckboy is someone who... What's the... Who shows their compassion? It's a little... It's like broad. The definition changes. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> toxic. He's, he's literally toxic. saying like, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's like, breaking it down and saying like, yeah, just you know, like, shit. But it, it just feel like he's I'm like, trying to like, has anybody else ever felt brand new? Like, I'm like, to explain myself. I feel like he's like, he's like trying to like, you know, sh- you know, like men aren't the way they are because of just us. It's the women's fault too. Like you know, saying you look for reasons for us to call you. I say every time I call you, just say how I don't call you. Why you do that? Like, you know, what I'm saying like, I feel like he, <laughs> he does did, a lot of that. He on, add that bar. Why I you add do that? Add that to my you know shit bar list. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that bar. That Pussy's cool. only pussy, and I get it when I need it. You know, what I'm saying like, I feel like you know, what I'm saying in that aspect, but. You know, I mean, well, I mean that was a fucked up line. That yeah. was, that was, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do I have? He had the same thing here. on uh, "Say What's Real." He had a yeah. couple of lines on there that was just like, uh, like, you actually, one of my favorite songs too. Actually, yeah, nigga said, "Leave me, leave me, I can't fucking stand you." <laughs> like, you what? That was a, you're that was a, that was a nod that, to Travis. I mean, I mean, not Travis, the fucking Tyler. You're saying it now in that Tyler aspect. To a line. But I think at the time, like I just said, it was somebody saying, like, I really have these, I have feelings. No, Here I get are my it. feelings no, on I get the track. It. That's the, that was the nuance of the album. Like, he's saying things that rappers couldn't get away with saying without getting beat up with. For. He was like, touching you know to his saying? feelings. I mean, I guess, but he did it and people liked it. Like, you know, my dad is that's a very big hip-hop fan. That's, he grew up in that, you know, DJing parties in the Bronx when he was like six and whatnot. Like, that's his lane. And when I started listening to Drake, he was like, what you listen to? Turn it up. And he's, like, one of the biggest Drake fans I know to this day. Like, he loves him. Mm-hmm. And he still loves and respects all the other things, but it's just, like, this is a different lane, and it's something that is dope. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Next category. Usually, like, the last time we did this, you know, I it was a section of, like, was this the best um, album released of the, you know, released that year? But, like I said, I think it was just, it wasn't a great year. So, like, I'm going to switch it up. Where do we rank this as far as like all time mixtapes? I don't know many other mixtapes. I mean, so I have I a know. list. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we don't have to call. You don't have to say if it's the best. Or not. I mean, I do have a list. I wasn't prepared for this, but it's not like something I go back to. But I think in I general, think in general, I mean, if you had to create a Mount Rushmore, yeah, for mixtapes, in general, I think it. I, no, I don't think it goes. You don't my, think it goes into my not, not yours. My, I'm just saying, but yeah. come on, you got to take a lot. Wait, wait, hold on, off of this, hold on, off, off of this one mix. I said that already. This one mixtape you're saying record, is is enough to get to get yes. him onto this one mixtape. It just changed too much in the culture. Like it did it? Changed, like you got to give credit. Where, give credit. That's a lot of. I don't think this mixtape changed the shit in the culture. I think it changed shit for him. I think it changed. No, I. I well, I don't think they, this, I don't think it changed. Like shit this for the created culture. a formula. I'm saying it didn't create a formula, but people followed the this formula. formula. So, hold on, hold on. Who else? This is what I want who to else? ask. Who else? Who else? Hold on, hold on. Like, this, this, rap, like rappers who fucking sing. Ty, this, this is what I wanted to sing, ask earlier. This and is people what, drop mixtapes. Who else followed this formula? This is what I want to ask who? earlier. Is this a classic or is this an influential? It's definitely a classic. And piece I think it's both. Nah, I think I think it's a I think it's a great piece of work for him. It's a good foundation to his career. You have to think about. He had two other mixtapes. So to have this basically be considered his foundation. I mean, mixtapes have like four songs, six songs. They're, they're mixtapes. They're mixtapes. Anybody else that did it, they would count for those people. So, like, he had, this is a great foundation for him. And it was a good start to his career. I mean, just like, it was a lot of good shit on here. You know what I'm saying? I just think it's but kind of a cheat calling it a mixtape. Because this is a fucking album. It's, 
Look, no, I, it's a mixtape. It, it got freestyles. It got all sorts of. Like I said, he's using other people's beats. I, 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 shit. I get, I get that, but I just feel like the song, the production, it was free, right? But I just feel like like it was an album. That's probably what age. That's probably one thing that aged the worst. Like the different, like the difference between an album and a mixtape. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like we don't know what the culture anymore. They're coming out with EPs. Yeah, I feel like every artist has to be under a certain amount of songs. Yeah, they all EPs be five are, yeah. songs or so. Yeah, EPs are But weird. like LMA, her EP was hot, got me listening to her, and then, you know, now she came out with the album, and they're all doing that now. They're literally giving you a sample. Let me put a small investment into what I got. See if y'all fuck with it. And then I'm going to put a big investment into what I got. Some people get lucky. In her case, boot up, blew up, and then whatever, whatever, you know? All right. I think for his career, it's something that, well, I like I don't think his career would have been what it was today without this. The start, Absolutely I gave not. him a great, I gave him he a great like foundation. Fans out of it. Yeah, Listen, I think I, that, I, I would give him that. Like, I don't know in hip hop, you, would you? I don't know. I don't you, know. I don't think anybody. Feel about that feels is, like. How you feel about that is how I feel about Jay Z's Reasonable Doubt. For as great as that album was, you know what I'm saying? I didn't think it became a fucking classic until Jay Z. Yeah, but I don't famous. think people put that on a route of uh, the Mount Rushmore of like hip hop no. albums. A lot of people don't put that up there. Right. They put it on there as an important album for Jay Z, and it's a classic for him. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think people sit back and say, no. "Hey, yo, this is like it's a hip hop classic, but it's not the album that yo." If I need to give you five albums to listen to, or four albums, the Mount Rushmore is what four. Foreheads. So if I give you four ho- albums to represent hip hop, these are the four albums. I don't think people would give you reasonable doubt. No. So and I don't think they will give somebody so far gone. I think I disagree. I think if you went to a hundred people right now, and asked like, what are five mixtape? What like what are like what are the five best mixtape that means something to you? Ninety percent of those people would list so far gone. I don't Hell think no. most people Hell know. No. I definitely believe that's that. what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, think, really I don't think most people have, have a, about a, age. With the demographics, it. people from the street ain't gonna say that shit. You gotta think about like I was hanging around with a lot of people that didn't listen to it at first. We didn't hear this shit. Like I said, when and I was listening to it, there weren't many people who were fucking with Drake that's at what that I'm point. Saying. Like it's just like, it's like and, and, and my he even says it on his album. Now the the hood niggas got to get along with the hipsters. He spoke to a different crowd at that time. He needed Wayne. He needed that Houston influence that helped him. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't speak to the same people like demographics. I totally missed that shit. I probably got on it. If it came out in February, I didn't hear that shit until almost the fucking EP dropped later that year. That's facts. And then I, I mean, was just like, whoa. Same for me. I was like, this shit ain't that bad. So it's look- not a bad album. I don't think it's like the four albums you give. If you talk about somebody that's like 40 years old or 50 years old and they listen to hip hop in the beginning, they're going to be like, yo, this is one of my four, four, four yeah, albums that's listen so to. so far it. gone. He's going to say it. Cool. Say it. I have a list. Maybe your dad say it, but I'm just saying, like, I know niggas I roll with. Like, you ain't going to ask. You ain't gonna ask Jaden's brother. He ain't gonna say so far gone. Mm. I guarantee. I know the nigga. He ain't gonna say so. Call him right now. <laughs> that nigga like I mean, I a, that I pussy a, nigga. He don't even listen to him now. I have a list. Fuck you mean? I have a list. Niggas and niggas, ain't no nigga in listen, the hood listen, gonna listen. name this album. They listen to street shit. Listen, niggas I have a still list. listen to Beanie. I have a list. I'm saying I can run through them real quick. As far as like you know, saying we're talking about like prominent mixtapes. All right, I have. 50 Cent is a Future, um, Cushion Orange Juice, Wiz Khalifa, I have Trap or Die, Young Jeezy, Live Love ASAP, ASAP Rocky, Kendrick's Overly Dedicated, another mixtape that dropped the same year as um, So Far Gone, which I think is his best, Lil Wayne's No Ceilings, The Dou- Drought 3, I'm saying you're free to add here. All right, well, no, I'm, I'm going to add because those are important to you, and I think that goes by... 
A lot, a lot of that shit goes by geographic. I was gonna say fifty cents. Like, that's what I was to say. We had to do a Mount Rushmore. I'm saying like that shit is weird. I, well, I don't like, think you like, ever I get the like same. I feel like fifty four. cent was was. Get, I knew about fifty cent because here in New York, fifty cent was huge. I can't. Yeah, I don't I necessarily I know. Fifty cent from mixtapes. He had a little. Yeah, yeah. He's a mixtape guy. The power, the power, the dollar, all that shit. I was saying, was that was that was that just was that just in New York or was that around the country? Because I feel like Dipset mixtapes were big down south. Um, little little Wayne was big. Yeah. Jeezy in certain areas, like that's below the Mason Dixon line. That's all they talked about was Jeezy. I remember like trying to tell them about like certain shit Jay Z was doing. They were just not hearing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, D Block mixtapes were big. Oh, it depends true. on what Disney, it, it, you ain't never gonna get the same four. Gangsta and I girls. guarantee you, gang. Well, those are series. Yeah. And then you go further back into a different era where you had DJ Clue and DJ Clue used to do a, like an hour and a half on um. On Hot 97, this was before Power 105 became a thing, and niggas used to record shit like that. So those things met different, you know, different. They they, they met something I mean, different Fabulous to people. Put on a mixtape. Fabulous too. I mean, like he puts on a mixtape like every other like two hours, like every other two hours. At, at some point, he did. But I mean, like he actually had a mixtape that was in a store. Like what the fuck was um the Street Dreams too? Street Dreams too. I mean, like and that shit actually was moving. Like I remember buying that shit in 2003 in the store. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. Like, I, I don't think you would ever get the same four. I'm not knocking this. I don't think it's on the four. That's all I'm saying. I so just don't see, I don't see, so, I don't see a lot of people that I know, especially people that's older than me that love hip hop, going to say, yo, so far gone goes on the top four. I just don't, because ever, they I don't think that brings to it. And that's the, and, and that's right. That's, that's, that's right. exactly what I meant. Does, so you can't say, yo, this is the best four because some people just never listen to it because they didn't want to listen to it. They don't listen to Drake now. So let's do this. You know what I'm saying? And they they hear the shit that's on the radio. They might dig some of his shit, but they ain't going to go get the album. I know people that are just like, y'all ain't fucking with, with son like that. That's how they were referred to him. So let's do this. What are some mixtapes? Like, name some mixtapes that mean something I to you. I just told you. Those are mixtapes that meant something okay. to me. Like, I was, I in those eras, I was listening to, like, especially around that time, I was probably listening to anything Jeezy, which okay. was big. I was still listening to probably like a lot of fucking locks shit. Just we was just listening to hard hip hop. Like you still had Fifty Cent that was hot right now at that I used time. Used to fuck with old Eminem. Yeah, like game. You still had game. Eminem had mixtapes. I know yeah. he had the Infinite yeah. album. Yeah, I don't know about mixtapes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, I, I he was he's different. A... I think those answers are different to people. You know what I'm saying? Somebody passed me the Wale at the, around that time. Oh, that's um, another guy. The album about nothing. Okay. Fuck, um, how the fuck passed, I missed that one? Um, Kid I, named Cuddy. Yeah, yeah. That that one was like uh that came with ten deep. So I think I yeah. remember ordering something for Karma Loop, and they sent me that shit. Um, that's how I got on the Cuddy, and then I found out that he worked in like Soho and all this shit like later. Um, I, I listened to all the different shit, and I was somebody put me on to Drake. They was like, "Yo, this nigga got some shit," and they downloaded it for me because back then you had to put shit on the iPod. I didn't have that mm-hmm. shit on my iPod. I know you love the, the um, S Dot Collection mixtape. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. But that's when, different. That was. That, I, don't, I don't think that was just a fuck around. That's I was. I was at the radio station when my friends at the radio station had heard about Drake, and it was like I remember yeah. like some of like the nighttime DJs and shit, like you know, who were kind of into like music and shit. Like they were. I remember they put me on to him for the first time, and it was like this motherfucker was on Degrassi and shit. And I remember thinking like <laughs> this, like how was this a rapper? Yeah, he was Jimmy in the wheelchair. Yeah, and and I remember looking. I was just like, how was this guy a rapper? And then like the more I saw of him, I was just like, yo, like, he's so different, like, I could fuck with him, because, you know what I'm saying, like, he he, he doesn't have, like, that, I, like, he seemed approachable, 
Like yeah. he seems like somebody like you could chill with and then mm-hmm. go get into some shit. Like I can't say that about most rappers who I fucked with back then. Like I love Fifty Cent. I wouldn't want to hang out with Fifty Cent. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to hang out with Fifty <laughs> right now. Life insurance, life insurance policy. Wayne was probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Did we say that? Everybody yeah. Yeah. Knows Wayne yeah. at that time. I think he was like well, also uh, Wayne too. It he was, was exhausted it was at cool, the time, but it wasn't for me personally. It wasn't that relatable. I remember people. I remember people. Say Wayne. Anybody related to? Yeah. I never heard nobody was like, "Yo, Wayne's be spitting that shit." I'd be living. Nah, he <laughs> no, be spitting. And, and nobody I, never lived like Wayne lived. Okay, this and, 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 I, and, I feel, and I feel real like, G's coming silent like lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> nobody lived like Wayne, man. No, those WP people love that Wayne. Right. They, Everybody they, still they be do. living that life. <laughs> All right, so when Drake dropped "So Far Gone," pretty much he had like MySpace and shut down like on tilt for like the longest with like people just you know and a lot of blogs. Say just yeah just. Taking any old quote from the album and just posting it, you know what I'm saying? So like, oh, there was a lot. So there was a lot of like, this yeah, is what you posted, and it's the there was a lot of quotes album. that I seen that came from the album that I didn't know until I actually listened. That's where such and such got that shit. What the fuck? So what are your favorite, some of your favorite Drakeisms? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I can't think of that shit off. Throw your money up in the air, like <laughs> yeah, because that was like that was only the record that you heard all the time, right? That and best I ever had and successful. You can Those have a heart and share like the last slice. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say the, you said that already. The, and the one twice over on the new eleven. The funniest, the funniest thing to me, the funniest thing is like the girl or the world. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta choose between a girl or everything else. <laughs> Those are big stakes, man. He really meant that. I think number. I think I think the most Drake thing he says on this album is when he says. Until you find yourself, it's impossible to lose you. Yeah, no, that's a good line, though. No, no, it's a, it's a very good line. justifying all his lines. That was a good line. That's why I have her here. No, that was. That was. Okay, the one text over on the new 11, we don't know what it means. Okay, I'll give you that. You it's justify trash. that one. You can't justify everyone. Give up one. I just keep... said that is a trash line. Okay. So and when you... he said the. Um, there was, you said it earlier, and I was like, yeah, that wasn't too good. What? And I was like, the eager beaver, or the yeah, that's not Gavita. a good line. It's not, and, and a, it also doesn't flow well. I feel like every time you try to rap it back, I'll be stuttering in the car and shit. Like, exactly, that's, that's the reason why I think it's a great line because I it's can't say this line. shit. <laughs> that's the only reason why unstoppable I need subtitles when I see you can't rap unstoppable without breathing, right? <laughs> that's what makes unstoppable great. It's like, uh, fuck, be- I almost <laughs> had it. Got a decent and manners. Yo, he bodied that. I'm gonna come clean. Yeah, I think he got Wayne on that because Wayne, like I said, they got a guy love. Like Wayne was just saying any stupid shit that came to his head. Oh like, Wayne, shit! Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> like Wayne phoned that song shit. in. Done shit. <laughs> I mean, like Neil. <laughs> Yo, Wayne and his shit lines. I got to go back and count how many. Yeah, he got like a lines. million of them. Yeah. All right. Ain't so- on the fence about it. I ain't Mr. Phoenix. Yeah, oh, trash that. line, trash that. line. Yo, that nigga, I'm gonna that was a trash line. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a trash line. Who dressed like Sarah Jessica and lives like Princess Diana? I like that. I actually like that line. Nah, take that back. I like that line. Any more? Uh, hold on. This is good. <laughs> and the job that fills up any empty schedule or that was trash line. Yeah. And I fall in love with girls caught up in the superficial. Super... I love that whole scheme. I'm sorry. I love the entire scheme there. So often they have addictions and I'm the one that'll feed it. But truly, you're bad enough that you don't even really need it. That's a good one. No, I need you to stop what you're doing and start <laughs> reading some of Wayne's lines. All right, hold on. No, no, we ain't talking about Wayne. That hold those, on. Some of those lines uh-huh. are actually good. My name is Wheezy. I'm almost perfect, and I work harder than the hardworking. Trash. <laughs> Bizarre circuses. That's when my bar, bar surface. surface. <laughs> Therefore, after class. <laughs> 
So it's even when I'm on my back, back, I got it. What? That so it was buns. What are you We're gonna shit on you next week. What does this mean? So overstand me. I got a condo in Miami. My doormat. That was always. No, I killed that part. And I run Louisiana, but I never pulled the hammy. I never pulled the hammy. Nah, I killed it. He never pulled the hammy. He ran. He never pulled the hammy. Never pulled a hammy. Come on, man. Those was nice. Wait, wait, hold on. This could be a separate podcast. Just Brandon reading other rappers' lyrics. Yeah, we're going to. That's like that drug history show. Go ahead, Brady. You do such a great job. Please. Hold yeah, on. All right. <laughs> and when it I got com- other rain verses. Really. And, when it comes <laughs> to, and when it comes down to stunting, you boys are just bunting. And I'm swinging for the fence. Your girl is hanging from my dick. Your girl singing to, to my, my shit. Let's go. Keep going. Keep going. So, so I see that pussy get that pussy wetter than an Asani shop. And she say... I freaked that pussy better, better than her giant. Whoa, gynecologist! And he said them all like gynecologist. Oh shit! Hoes just text me on the line. They want some more dick, more dick. Old bitch, young bitch. But I'd be like, damn, all I got is one dick. That dick. Shout out to Lil Wayne. Can we end on that note? No, no, we got one more question. That definitely turned into a Dr. Seuss. No, 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 one more category. Sweatpants, hair tie, chiller with no makeup on. That is a. You know what? That is probably the most Drake line of the album. That is a Drake line. That is the most Drake line. All right. Last category. Is this Drake's best album? No. No. Okay, we can go around the room and say what you what do you think is his best album? No, we're not. We just, we're talking yeah, about so far gone, no. and then it's, it's not. No, I don't even know. No, please, I want to hear more. No, it's I just, not his best. Uh, that's it. Listen, <laughs> no, only that's thing I, only thing guy. I no. want to say, only thing I want to say, maybe this is giving my hand. I hope we have the same energy next year for the ten year anniversary for Thank Me Later. Because that's the album. Well, nobody pers- cared well, about that album. But I like that album. That's the album that won me over. That's the album. I like certain records on that album. Yeah, that's the album that won. That won. That in my eyes, I was like, "Yo, Drake, I, I you, fuck man. with him." In hindsight, so, everything becomes fucking twenty twenty. That's why I hate about shit like that. Everything. That's why I went back and I specifically looked for two thousand nine um, reviews of this album. And like, he got a Metacritic of like eighty one, so people really dig this shit. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of shit just trashing those shitty bars and like the inconsistency of some of the records. And then some people said that it did like kind of tailed off. Like you heard one sound and then it became redundant. And that's because it was a lot of 40 beats and he did a lot. I actually liked the fact that they were trying to do something different with the filters and um, the way they were kind of like mastering it. That was different in hip hop at the time. Mm-hmm. I actually liked that part of the album, but that was a lot of shit that got the la- bad reviews. That's why I went back and re- read those reviews because in hindsight, we start believing like, yo, this shit was like perfect. And I, that's why I said- No, I don't it wasn't remember. perfect. Nothing's perfect, but- I don't think it's like that. That's why I don't put it on the like Mount Rushmore because it's not in some... Like, when they say, yo, we reissuing it, it was nothing like I ran and listened to. Well, I joked the other day that I finally... When you told me that you was like, hey, we're going to do this. And I was like, let me go listen to this. I didn't listen to it when it first... I, I feel it, so I, much better because I was just like, oh, I agreed to this and I didn't listen. <laughs> me? I was like, shit, I haven't listened to this in so long. It wasn't the, the thing I was listening to back then like that. That's, That's what I'm right. saying. I was, like, I think everybody was in a different... I think it belonged to the people it belonged to. 
And if it fits you like you was in college, it fits you, it fits you perfectly. And I can see why. And like, yeah, like I understand and why I listen to it, I understand why people just like it fit their lifestyle. He is relatable. Nobody's yeah. he it still just, is. I, I was saying, saying great for, asked for, me, he was like, What do you think about this mixtape? I was like, you, you already know my feelings. It is the mixtape of my youth. Like, that's it. I, I was if saying, they had to make a soundtrack, if there was a movie about my life and we need a soundtrack, we playing Drake. Look, let's so re- listen. Mine would be like volume two and fucking <laughs> rough Rider <laughs> volume one. Like it would. Mine's like, is Tyler like, Creator's bastard. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I'll say everybody would be different. Listen, listening to this 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 album mixtape. Must be watch Um, it's definitely it it it, 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 it reminded me of why like what it was I liked about Drake. You know what I'm saying? Like not I, I don't, Drake now he's cool. Like he I don't feel the same way I felt about him like back when this album came out. Thank me later. But it was good to go back and just to kind of like hear where this motherfucker came from and to know where he's at now. So mm-hmm. that was I, I enjoyed that very much. Um, but yeah, it's not my favorite either. So for nobody really is nobody really want to say what their favorite Drake album is. Not particularly, no. Clearly, you do. So yeah, well, duh, this is my show. I want y'all to say true. Talk. (laughs) Do you think your favorite is? No, I think it's take care. I think take care is just Mm -hmm. you know, it's just I think that's just his peak. You know what I'm saying? He made stars out of people in that album. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I wanted to talk more about this, but I guess we can cut this right here. (laughs) Thank you guys for coming out. This has been amazing. You didn't talk about the production. Of the album, I'm saying we can get we can get into it. Oh, that's usually what people want to hear. Like when they talk about shit like we that. are an the hour why, in The reason already. why that happened because like I had a forty joke, <laughs> but I cu- I cut that shit out in a case like you don't know say somebody Listen, like Ryan we, somebody like Ryan hears this or some shit like that. I'm trying to fuck up our bag. <laughs> you and this bag, the bag comes. I know. Actually. I want the bag. Okay. The bag comes. I think we this is fun. I want the bag now. I think we've said a lot of things that might have jeopardized that bag before. Yeah, it was free stuff, wasn't it? I think Drake is pretty humble enough to take. Constructive criticism. Oh, you don't talk about that. I'm no, no. I'm saying no, no, no. I'm talking about in in our existence as a podcast. We've said some pretty wild shit that has jeopardized our bag. That's what I'm saying. We talked about the production, like in that song. Like it doesn't blend well. I told you, you have to turn it down because the rap part is like on one, and then the the verse comes through, and it's on like. Yeah, I did say it was a poorly mixed album, but like as far as the production, I think the production still ages pretty well. I do actually. I think that's what ages the best. The, the production? Yeah, the beats. Okay. Yeah, I think the beats. Shouts in the to 40. Yeah, yeah. Shouts 40. 40 with the beats. Who else? It was like a couple other dudes. I think Khaled had one on there. Not you DJ can bring that Khaled. You him in 40s bond. That... That was actually that, that does that age pretty well. well yeah, that aged well. The mix... Yeah, the mixer... Despite, you know, whatever. That aged well. Yeah, that nigga did snitch on him. Um, <laughs> and like, I stole this question from The Ringer, and I like this question. Can this be like... Because they're talking about doing that too, and they did a little bit of the show um, for... What's his face? Um... What's the nigga named Irv Gotti? He's been doing the show, but can this album be made into a movie? No. Ooh. It would feel like a big long video. It would be though. like a. It'd be like a rom com. It'd be like a, a long ass music video. <laughs> it'd be, it would be a rom com. No, not like with the music, but I'm saying taking the story. I don't get the. That I, don't, talk about. I don't get the actual themes from it. Like you know, what I'm saying like when I listen to Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick, theme. that's a fucking yeah, movie. Or damn. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, damn. I, I guess so. Any Kendrick album, yeah. but yeah, I don't. I don't. Nas's from... first album. Yeah, yep. I don't. Yeah, I don't get that at all from this album. It's Biggie's just first album. album. Yes, Biggie's most first and second album. Biggie was the album I wanted to do before this. Oh my god, I had facts and everything ready for Jay Z's Reasonable Doubt. I mean, we can save that for another. Most time. definitely. So this one could not. If he, somebody's just like, y'all gonna write a screen screenplay off this. I mean, it could be a Netflix day. movie. That's a rom com. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely it's, a rom com. It's possible. It could be good too. Yeah, it could be. It could be like a maybe like a. Like a FX miniseries, it would have to be. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of themes. In, there's a lot of themes on there. There's the themes of a boy that's thinking that you know, obviously he wants to make it. 
and yeah. you know, like you got successful. So that's almost a premise of it. It's like, listen, I want X, Y, Z. I want the money, cars, clothes, whatever, mm-hmm. and the hoes. So who? Suppose. So listen, because he had a girl at the time. So I like how he threw that. So in. listen. Suppose. And then you have the the inner relationships of. Like, you know, li- listen to, like, say what's real. You know, I see my ex-girl standing with my next girl standing with the bitch I'm fucking right now. Like, you have mm-hmm. those shits like that. Those are all, like, the conflict parts. So you're yeah. reaching, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Back, For a guy who thing. didn't like this album, you sure know a lot of quotable swimming. <laughs> 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 no, he didn't say he didn't like it. He just didn't say, no, he didn't, didn't say he didn't like it. it. I didn't say it wasn't a classic. Like say you know too many quotable swimming. I know quotables from shitty album. I know quotables from Eminem. And I don't even like that nigga. <laughs> all right, no, continue what you were saying, though. Who's playing Drake? And please don't say Michael B. Jordan. No. no. Why would Michael They're even the same color. So who's playing Drake? Why do we Drake. need to take about He's that? He's an actor. No. Yeah. No, we're not. Degrassi, Degrassi himself. Pokemon, and the, Degrassi himself. <laughs> like, the the dude in the new Jimmy. Pokemon movie. Young Jimmy, bitch. They think can beat on completion. <laughs> no. Danny Glover I would say like Jaden Smith, maybe. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I want a new star. I want a new right, star. Yeah, I'm known. Who's playing Wayne? Who's playing Bria Miles? I mean, like, obviously. Bria Miles? Like, obviously, she's a central figure. Yo, Dave Chappelle should play Little Wayne. Yeah, I think so, too. Actually, you're right. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, bro, let's think about who's playing Bria Miles. Who's playing 40? Mel Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> this also might be the Oh, my God. Shane and Tatum. This nigga said Mel Gibson. Shane and Tatum is 40. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Probably Yar Shahidi can play Bria Miles. Mm, that's a good one. She's up and coming. Mm-hmm. That's good. What about the light skinned boy from um, Blackish since you brought her up? He I, can play I, he Drake. Came to mind, but no, he can he's, play Drake. He's too corny. He's not he's smooth. Not. I think he's, he's corny smooth. in the mood in the show smooth. because he's no, supposed I to be corny. Instagram. He's not that smooth. Oh god. <laughs> what about the light skinned dude from Queen? Um, um, Queen Sugar then. I don't watch that show. Oh yeah. He can play Drake. Yeah, yeah, the son. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's just corny enough where he can play Drake, but not that corny. <laughs> yeah. Because Drake has a bit of corniness in him. How about how about he has a bit of corniness in him? Got a little bit, but. Not too much. So yeah. like the corniness, like you can bring him to dinner and show your mom. So the nigga from Queen Sugar would play him. <laughs> there it is, the fact. Okay, so and yeah, then the antagonist gonna... would be the the black nigga from Queen Sugar. All right, <laughs> so the yeah, brother. Let's, let's put the oh, script. Kofi? Yeah, let's Kofi. put the script together. Ralph Angel. Let's put the script together. Send the shit to Lena Wave. We are gonna make this happen. <laughs> Thank you yeah, guys for coming it. out. This was fun. Second inductee. Run that shit back. Hall of Fame. So far gone. We out.